Hey, and welcome to a movie chat with Mike and Pat. And we are here talking about Stephen King's Silver Bullet. It's a spine tingly tale about a young handicapped boy who fears a werewolf might be behind some serious, gruesome murders. <laughs> oh. It began in May. And every month after that, whenever the moon was full, it happened again. And again. What was that? It's over there. that at me? Nobody knew who or what was responsible. Come on. They only knew it had to be stopped. Now, from the master of mystery and suspense. Stephen King's Silver Bullet. Silver Bullet. The last glimmering hope. Okay, so we're talking about... Stephen King's Silver Bullet. Yeah. Uh, 1985 werewolf classic. I, I call it a classic. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good classic. I mean, it's um, a werewolf terrorizing the fictional town of Tarker's Mill. What, Tarker's Mills. Uh, excuse me. What a cool name. I thought that was kind of nice. I like that. I like the uh, name of Tarker's Mills. It makes you seem like it's a nice, homely little town. Unsuspecting of any kind of uh, nefarious acts, such as a werewolf stalking the townspeople and brutally murdering them which i always kind of thought like you know halfway through the film like what is his reason for just straight up murdering these people that's 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 a really good point uh and uh, you know do we want to litigate that that uh plot hole now or do we want to no we don't have to it just it just kind of hit me right off the bat yeah what is he doing what is this what is his justification i mean we get like one halfway through the film we get like one reason for one of the many murders but the rest all seem pretty just um i don't know arbitrary <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the uh the the arbitrary there... that, that kind of makes it a that kind of makes the the werewolf a pretty good killer i guess he's not leaving a pattern but... no pattern whatsoever <laughs> just you know no rhyme or reason just taking him down whoever's out and about you know the first the first guy's out there just what is he doing is he just like fixing the railroad i'm not quite yeah yeah so <laughs> explain to me what's going on i mean that's the very first scene yeah know? so uh, that's right that's right yeah all right so my man's just kind of and is he drunk or is he just high on life i mean he seems a little bit of that seems he's, he's, maybe not inebriated but he's definitely not 100 percent. yeah well you know he he is four years remove or uh yeah in four years she's going to become the the manager of the cleveland Indians. so okay. we're talking about james gammon yeah so he's the yeah. so survival is there <laughs> yeah uh so just a little bit of back back story back history a little history i don't know info on this movie 
came out in 1985. 85, but it takes place in 1976. Uh, so uh, it's a period piece. Maybe it's true. It's a period piece. <laughs> yeah. Period piece. Uh, Stephen King. Uh, yeah, Stephen King at this time was was hot, just churning out the I mean, yeah, churning was, out the movies. He everybody wanted to be in the Stephen King. Everybody, Stephen King signed me up. There was nobody turning him down. Much yeah. so, started out Carrie, which great way to start out. He yeah. was the first his first novel, mm-hmm. the first adaptation, right? And then we get into other big ones. You know, Christine, The Dead Zone. Um, Cat's Eye. I have a personal love for yeah, Cat's, Cat's Eye. Eye. Yeah, uh, uh, grew up with Cat's yeah, Eye. Yeah, I certainly did. Remember James, James Woods, uh, young Drew Barrymore. Yep. Um, Firestarter, another Drew Barrymore. Yep, and that's right. Cat's Eye yeah. also started by a small troll. <laughs> and, and a little small troll. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> you may and, may not remember. And a cat. Yeah, and, and a, a cat. cat. I mean, as, hence the uh, title, Cat's Eye. As a as yeah. a proud as yeah. a proud parent of four cats. Well, I, yeah, well, there I you really go. Appreciate yeah, this yeah cat. you you have an appreciation for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now we've got Silver Bullet. Yeah. Uh, not a novel, but, but what a is it? Novelletta. Novelette. I'll have to go back. We we debated. Yeah. Is there a difference between a novella and a novelette? Novelette. Excuse me. Novelette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, i mean is is a novelette shorter than a novella i imagine it is right so like you know you uh, is it like just the big, smaller yeah the big time podcasts do their research before we record yeah we don't like, do that stuff no, here. No, no, no. we can always we can always bring it up in another podcast we are totally yeah. off the cuff here we completely off the cuff yeah. but i mean i would say like it's like yeah like a novel light Right? No. <laughs> it's a light novel. <laughs> it's a light it's novel. It's a short story that he wrote yeah, five pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's five pages novel. long. It's a locality yeah. novel. <laughs> starts off starts off with some narration. I guess I take that back, right? So it started off with a what did it was it a narrate was it then was it first I can't remember now. Was it first like the first We murder? watched it just like five, I know, five seconds ago. And then it was like <laughs> then it was a narration. Then she went into the narration where she was like, Oh, everybody in town that cares about each other and loves each other and blah, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so I just went it, into a narration. It did start right it goes right into narration, I yeah, think. Yeah. And it's an interesting narration because so we've got this family, um, and like you mentioned, living in this small town Tarkers Mill, and you've got Corey Haim, who's the handicapped brother. And Megan follows plays Jane, the, Jane, sister. the sister, the grudgingly older, older sister, yeah, right, yeah. And so those are the focal points of the story, you know. And then you got Gary Busey, who actually gets first billing in the credits, yeah. but he was the big star, yeah. biggest star at the time. Yeah. Um, but it starts out with narration from the sister's point of view. It's an older woman. Yeah, as, yeah, she clearly, definitely sounds clearly older. older. Yeah, yeah, right. Maybe just kind of just fondly remembering this amazing time that she had at Tarker's Mill. Yeah, yeah, with with murder and yeah, stuff. With a murderous uh, yeah, rampant I mean, was, werewolf. I, we all look yeah. back and fondly at our childhood. Yeah, at, that, like at totally, that werewolf. Totally cool, totally stage. cool time, and I really bonded with my brother. Yeah, yeah. Who I and, really hated. Today. And there were well, how many murders would you? I say? mean, I would say it was at least seven, right? <sighs> that sounds like a reasonable number. Yeah. So I mean, that's quite a bit. I mean, that's that's serial numbers. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Do werewolves count as serial killers, though? Yeah. I mean, because we we already mentioned that it didn't seem to have a, a you distinct know, pattern. You know, there's no distinct patterns. And, I mean, I've seen enough werewolf films. Uh, there's either one or two, like, types of werewolves. you got the ones who just, I know, I lose my I lose my consciousness of 
being a human and I just become an animal and I go and mm -hmm. just obliterate anything in my path. Mm -hmm. Just like if you're like a dog and you see something that's like mm -hmm. moving around, you just want to tear it apart and yeah. play with it. Right. And then, the, but this movie was kind of a stark contrast from that way. This one, this one, the werewolf had a lot of conscientious murders, you know? Yeah. You knew what he was doing. I mean, he grabbed a bat and beat somebody over the head with it <laughs> twice. Yeah. Two separate people. Was he like making the conscientious effort of grabbing a bat? Hey, forget my massive claws and superhuman strength and all that other stuff that comes with just being a werewolf. I'm going to take a weapon and knock the crap out of people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm trying to, I, I got to put a, uh, put a pin, a pin put a in, in, yeah. in a thought that I got because I was going to ask you about werewolf movies in general. Uh, but it is, you're right. It This this particular werewolf is not, he does some interesting things as far as werewolves go. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, he, I think I, he's like a werewolf ninja sometimes. Werewolf ninja is a good way. And he also wears all black. So that's also really impressive. <laughs> yeah. 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 He also, he's, he's going, he's going full ninja. Full ninja. Yeah. You know, all, because... he, all he's missing is the, uh, you know, the face mask. Right. But he does have a, he does get he does get the patch eventually. Yeah, it makes him more like a swashbuckling pirate, but he's pirate pirate werewolf. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. To I just I just wanted to make that point that this werewolf is definitely you know he's he's definitely um, on the rampage with his human mind. You know, yeah, he's not really letting the well, beast control him. Should we? Okay, well let's let's examine these these werewolf kills. I mean, that's what werewolves do, and mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. that's what makes them scary yeah um yeah. you know it's just it's not just that they're werewolves it's just that they're monstrous beasts that are just gonna rip you apart just, yeah so I mean, we mentioned james gammon you know he's obviously not famous at this time um i guess has james gammon ever come famous not really but i, I mean he's, he's a that guy I, like when, you know I, who when, he is. when we were watching the film i literally immediately said that's a dude from major league right you know so yeah and i mean i have okay. an association of who he okay is. Yeah. so so we have the first kill and and it's basically right in the opening credits or right after the opening credits um i do like how you know it does cut cut away and kind of have also the opening credits are like like surprisingly cheery like it's got beautiful music mm. it's like kind of upbeat and you're like oh wow i'm not watching a slap quasi horror film i mean yeah i mean i'm not prepared to watch a werewolf movie it's like it's got kind of like happy days music, you know? I don't know. It's just, it's interesting, you know? Yeah. It's very upbeat. But then, you know, you get there, he's out there. I like how they do like a shadow in the, in the, in the woods. Mm -hmm. like, what, what is that? So yeah, well, go ahead. And then, well, yeah. now we're, well, it's a good, interesting kill. I mean, it's a, uh, I mean, it's like, it's like a swipe and knock the head off sort of deal. Yeah. So I, I, I do appreciate that. Totally uh, decapitation. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, 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 it really is. But we immediately get that sense of this werewolf is not a mindless rampager because he's the werewolf is stalking. Stalking, true. Yeah, he's and, not just like going straight at his prey. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's so that's kind of I don't know. I it it's a strange approach. I very think. stealthy, very ninja like. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like you mentioned, this ninja. this this werewolf seems to. Uh, 
be a thinking werewolf. Extremely, is, uh, extremely pensive. Thinker. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Critical I mean, thinking werewolf. Yeah, imagine yeah. The, the thinker statue as I'm, a werewolf. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, what would he do? I mean, he's hiding behind some bushes as a werewolf. I mean, is he afraid he's like, if he didn't hide behind, he just came out and just attacked? Would he be like, wow. <laughs> like, he might run away. I mean, he's a werewolf. I'm sure he has superhuman speed. He could probably just catch, track him down. And just, yeah. Maybe he's a a lazy one. Or maybe he was thinking, like, I want to keep him as close to the tracks as possible so it appears to be a train accident so no one's on my, on my, uh, you know, my trail. That, that is actually kind of an amazing thought. And then I I like to think about that because he definitely, because they immediately attribute it to a train accident. He he was was, drunk. He was drunk. He was on a train. And then they did that, like, kind of like that roach getting squashed right before you see the train come over his head so i loved it it was kind of like a, it was yeah. kind of analogous of like his head getting squashed right. by a train by somebody stepping on the roach yeah yeah so i thought yeah. that was kind of cool that was a kind yeah. of cool little scene there okay um, yeah i like where we're going with this and then and then you know yeah they introduced the they introduced the family the you know the the you know the daughter you know the daughter and the son and the son's of course handicapped he's in a wheelchair and then the, the sister is like begrudgingly has to kind of take care of her She's basically like his, like you know, um, caretaker because the parents are just like you know out of scene, out of out of, out of sight, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, they, I mean, they even tell her, "Hey, go watch yeah, go, out for your brother." Exactly, do get him out of the car, do it, push him around, yeah. do what you got to do. Yeah, and she hates it. You know, it's totally, it's it's it's. I it's get painful, it. I know? get it. I mean, it's it's a hard life. I, I I get it, but I can't speak from experience. But I would I would imagine that when you're, you know. As it's harder to be an older sibling, number one, but then like, you know, you're all constantly being asked to take care of the younger brother and then maybe you feel neglected in a way. Because clearly your parents are bums, you know, they're the 1980s parents, you know, they're just checked out. 1976 parents, yeah, they're just clearly checked out and just doing whatever they want. I mean, I don't don't think we even got like any kind of clarity on what either what occupations are held by other parents we, if there was you know a we don't get we don't get much don't, backstory none of that information no but we do get a small backstory before we meet him from the sister about uncle red he's kind of a just a, yeah no, just, so uncle red played by gary Busey, yeah. the the always incredible great one of the greatest actors of okay Give me that look. Well, I mean, I, I mean, no, 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 no. no. Gary it's is Gary Mr. Busey. Gary, Gary Busey. He's a he's an interesting character. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's a yeah. He's yeah. He plays Uncle Red. But we hear before we meet him, he's just some type of aloof, like untrustworthy, just drunk, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the middle of a a divorce. He, his wife has left him or something like that something but like you kind of get the impression that this is not the he's an unsavory time. character too you yeah know? you don't want to he, and it's not him. it's not his first time ne'er do well if you will yeah. yeah 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 and um so we get that but he is also very loving towards his nephew yeah he's, he takes after them yeah. yeah yeah and so that's that's sort of like an a, enduring quality a check in his favor yeah makes him a little heroic yeah. if you will yeah more of a protagonist versus mm-hmm. the antagonist the supporting characters really want to make him to be yeah 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 <laughs> so so we meet the family at this end of spring bash town bash again 
you know, you the love of the small town. You gotta love the small town. Yeah, small town. They have the pillars of the community up there. They get the mayor, the chief, the police, and then uh, Reverend Lowe, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's the local reverend, right? Yeah. And this scene, we also get a bit of um, foreshadowing about the next kill because the Jane, the daughter, overhears a conversation or an argument between a couple yeah, over, that's true, that's true. you know, a, a, a pregnancy. An unplanned pregnancy. An unplanned pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now we get into kill two. But does the guy, like, say, like, I'm not having your baby? Is that what's going on? Or I'm not going to take care yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She's asking for his help, and he say, he he's saying that it's not his. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what. And then you're right. So after she gets upset and she gets um, like really frustrated, the next scene we see is like raining in the house mm-hmm. and she's inside the house and she's just pouring pills. I mean, yeah. she's ready to take her yeah. life in her own hands. And I guess it's mom downstairs just playing on the piano or something. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird. But it's definitely a dark scene. A lot of rain going on. She's upstairs crying. You see this huge picture of the guy who just basically rejected her, you know, which, you know, probably, you know, Probably deserves the probably deserves to kill more than she does, you know, the way he treated her at the uh, you know, the fair. Just my opinion, mm-hmm. you know. And uh yeah, um this is when I ask you <laughs> this is when I ask you like, man, this this werewolf is like coming after some just people with issues, you know, like he he knows who to murder. I think that that And you made an interesting point, yes. I th- <laughs> yes, <you> did <laughs> because I think that that means something. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're supposed to because when <clears throat> so when you do spoiler. I mean, the movie is what? No, no, we're bringing it on. Yeah, forty years old. Yeah, almost. that's fine. We all know what's going on. Yeah, so the Reverend is the werewolf. <gasps> oh, you didn't know? I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Sorry, I have um, something in my eye. I'm not sure what you were doing for the last <laughs> couple of hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, the Reverend is the werewolf. And I'm wondering if you're supposed to believe that that is how he knows because these people are confiding in him Correct. about these issues. Yeah, yeah. Because there is no other way that he's going to know. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, how else would he know that she's like on the verge of like yeah. suicide? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It does not make yeah. it unless doesn't make sense she, she that the, the werewolf would like saying like Bobby rejected me. I want to kill myself. Please pray yeah. for me. And then he's like, you know what? I'm gonna pray for you. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually one up on that prayer. I'm gonna <laughs> visit you at your home and do a prayer with you. How's that sound? She's like, probably it sounds good. Yeah. You know, he's like, you know what? Let's do it on Saturday. And this was like Thursday night. She's like, I can't wait for the, I can't wait for the priest. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to do my little ritual. I'm just going to go sleep with all these pills in my, my stomach and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a cool scene comes up. You know, we don't see the, we don't see the werewolf, but we see these hands. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah the cool. climbing of and the he's, lattice. He's Cause cl- you talked about that. Yeah. There are some great, this ha- town has lattice. This <laughs> town has every piece of lattice and every piece of home you can think of. So I thought that was pretty impressive because I don't really see a lot of lattice and homes. And yeah. uh, I, I, I mentioned you, I cannot think of a time yeah, I've seen. And this wolf was like, forget superhuman jumping. I don't have that skill. Right. I'm just going to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, he's this, not, is, this is not like, a, nah, he's you know. just like, I'm going to use a little upper body strength to climb myself up this lattice 
Well, it goes back to that whole sneaky werewolf yeah. thing, you know? And then a really cool, I think a really cool just visual is like you see, you just see the shadow in the window, right? Mm. And I think that's kind of, that's like, to me, a little creepier than actually seeing the beast, you know, because you're like, what the heck? You know, it just kind of, just kind of gives you pause, kind of scary, yeah. you know, just you see a shadow in the window and she kind of freaks out. And then, uh, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Pretty gruesome sequence at this point. You know? mm -hmm. I will say that I think that's probably my favorite of the werewolf kills. Really? Just I like that I know that he he climbs the lattice and we're talking about him sort of sneaking up there, but he just bursts through the window just, and then that he's rips her apart. And you see like the, the clawing of of mm -hmm, her mm -hmm. and and he bites her. I, I I do I think that's the because I think that's really outside of like the very first one where you where the, the head gets knocked off but, but it's but it's more of like a cut shot you yeah know? yeah um that's the one that i think you you see the most of the werewolf actually doing just going something. at going to town yeah yeah, yeah i agree because you kind of first see the shadow and then next thing you know it he is like through the window mm -hmm. attacking her shredding her and she's just like screaming and crying and then mom grabs a revolver and runs upstairs yeah not yeah. not there in shows time. up too late not there in know. time yeah and then drops a revolver yeah and then like, you say what if he's hiding i'm like yeah what if he's still there you know, he just yeah. lost your only weapon oh my That's god right. you don't really know you got to keep your wits about you i mean i know you're shocked but you know and then yeah and then um that's a pretty gruesome uh experience right there and then are we um i can't remember at this point was it um was it the, the drunk dad is the next kill i think it's the drunk dad because yeah. now Corey Haim's character Marty shows up, or I don't. I, I'm, I'm quick to say walks. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair. True. He true. accompanies his friend, friend, girlfriend. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it doesn't know. matter. Yeah, uh, home, and then it's like you mentioned. It's a very, very much a Forrest Gump, you know, scene. See, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. where she goes home and the dad's a drunk. I mean, drunk, yelling uh, at her, telling her to get inside, right? Get away from this boy, right? Yeah, it's classic. Uh, that one, that one kind of doesn't make a ton of sense when. So she mentions the the shed greenhouse creeps around. Yeah, it's creepy. Great. Yeah, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, because. Because so then we get the dad who's who's drinking, watching professional wrestling, and seems to believe it's real, which is cool. I can appreciate it. Whatever. NWA, right? I, yeah, it was yeah. NWA. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, here's the noise coming from outside. He thinks it's which is, I mean, that's some acute hearing, especially when you had the wrestling up yeah pretty, yeah and he had possible. he yeah. had several ton of beers beer that well, it looked like beers. red stripe but it wasn't yeah, yeah. Uh, it must have been budweiser yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. a good thing i mean yeah. he totally seemed like a budweiser guy. yeah he did he i mean did. i hate to say that drinking the old red snapper yeah, yeah. yeah i mean i if i had to pick a cheap yeah beer i would i guess it would be Budweiser. anyway whatever king of beers <laughs> right that's right <laughs> it's a it's a very lousy kingdom uh anyway so he goes <laughs> out <laughs> he goes out to the shed and this would again this doesn't make sense to me because are we saying 
that the werewolf is hanging out just hanging out shed. chilling just kinda, why yeah yeah i don't i don't get it yeah and i don't and understand that part. so going back to because apparently she clearly was freaked out about that shed so he must have been just chilling in there like yeah what's he doing and, playing canasta or something in there i mean what's what's going on i mean he's just canasta <laughs> i don't know like what is he doing <laughs> passing the time into there he's like hey, i but, I'm I gonna, like to play Kinesis. I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play a werewolf. I'm, I'm just gonna go turn into a werewolf, hang out in the shed at night. <laughs> yeah, it it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does. It really and it does. Doesn't, and and the timing. So and she she mentions to Marty that yeah. it freaks her out, and then okay. Now I'll admit the 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 timeline on in the movie is is, is sort of confusing because we start out in the spring and then you get the idea that he's he's only doing this on full moons which is all of us people who took science class know that's that's a monthly thing yeah you know mm -hmm. so because at the end we get to halloween so this is taking place over you know what june july august september october five months yeah, five months, yeah. somewhere in yeah, there yeah, yeah. so when she tells Marty about the shed and we get introduced to the drunk's drunk father. Is it the same night? I don't know. Is it just, it almost seems like it was the end of it. is weird. Cause she did, didn't she say it was like the last day of school and that was like the first murder. And then I don't know. And it seemed like they were walking away from school. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah. But yeah. So apparently, right. apparently the werewolf likes to hang out at the shed, and it returned. Yeah, and it made enough noise. They get drunk, Ted, going out there. He goes into the shed, sees a bunch of broken pots, pots, yeah, 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 flower pots or something, and then sees a random green sweater. I don't know what that sweater was about. <laughs> I missed the sweater. Oh, there's a sweater in there, and he's like, what? "I've seen this movie a bunch of times." He's like, "What is this?" But I do love this scene. I do love that, like, oh, it, like wow. when he walks by, you see eyes, right? You see the eyes of the beast. Right. Like, oh gosh, he's in here, so you know right. something's gonna happen. But again, back to what you're saying, stealth ninja werewolf. He's just hiding. Yeah, he's again, nowhere. You can't find him. Again, yeah. He's just the, the, waiting the for his time. He's thing. waiting for his chance. Yeah. Pounce. So I don't know how he thinks how he's gonna pouncing werewolf. I don't know how he's gonna like uh, you know like blame this one on the shed that killed the guy, but but okay, all right, okay, okay. So we get the the, the shed shaking. Doesn't why is the shed shaking? The entire shed. The entire shed. Yeah, is the it's outside just like yeah? He's just like like just moving it back around, and then. The he comes up from the through the floor on the floor. So and instead he, of a window, he jumps up, grabs the dude, yeah. brings him down. Dude gets impaled by it. A plank. But but from where is there a a subfloor? Is there a crawl space? One hundred percent agree. Yeah, from the outside, you would think that thing is like literally maybe a foot off the ground. Yeah, yeah. it definitely looks like yeah. it's right on the ground. But when you go when he's inside that shed or greenhouse, whatever. Apparently, this werewolf had plenty of room to be just chilling under the floorboards. Yeah. So I guess nobody can see this because we're on an audio thing. But he's like he's under it and pushing. I'm moving my hands up and down so everybody knows that because it makes no sense for me to do this right now. But anyway, where he's moving the shed like this, maybe, under, uh, maybe. Right. yeah. That's that's weird. I'm it's... pretty sure there was a lattice under there, and that's what gave him. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's right. What... It's the lattice. It's always the that's lattice. What gave him the leverage. <laughs> he, 
There was probably like these big stuff. There's probably these big pillars of lattice under the floorboards where he could just move around and shake, you know, like a pillar or something like in your basement. He was like kind of crawling the lattice underneath. And he just went up to the, he went up to the. He wasn't even intentially shaking. He was just crawling. He was crawling up and he (laughs) found his opportunity, which again, stock, 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 and then boom, through something. He just goes through some type of, some type of plane, right? He goes through a window. Now he's coming through a floor. Through the floor. Yeah. And does this count as a werewolf kill? Because he doesn't directly he doesn't kill directly the guy. Kill him, yeah. Because the guy kind of gets impaled on the board. Floorboard. Yeah. 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 It's a little a little disappointing, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I guess letter of the law. Yeah. You know, if he were to be arrested, maybe you count that as. But yeah. So the first one, the first kill, you know, the train could have killed that guy. Second one's pretty pretty obvious that someone straight up murdered this woman. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just gruesomely yeah. tore her apart. Okay. Yeah. So that one's like, oh crap, that one's kind of on me. Third one's like, hey, this dude just fell through his floor. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's his defense when he goes to court. All <laughs> <laughs> I did, I just was like moving around. I kept going. He just fell over. All oh, here, all oh, here. <laughs> Arthur Snails versus Werewolf. <laughs> yes. What do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> The Tales people versus yeah, he, 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 Tarkersville, excuse me. He, he admits to the killing of the girl, yeah. but I, was, I, there's enough, there's, <laughs> there's, there's reasonable doubt the, on the other. The man <laughs> clearly was a little heavy set. He was drunk. He was intoxicated. Fell through the floor and yeah. impaled himself. Yes, totally. Impaled himself <laughs> on the floorboard. <laughs> Case closed. It was the floorboard. <laughs> In the shed. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, no doings of any werewolf of any kind. Thank you, yes. Your Honor. That's right. I rest my he case. Just, he doesn't even hire an attorney. <laughs> He's representing himself. It would be even better if he like represented himself in werewolf form. <laughs> werewolf with a suit. With a suit. <laughs> like werewolf lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> werewolf lawyer Esquire. Oh man, that'd be classic. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> You're on. So, so we're putting. I, I don't know. I'm taking him off the hook for that. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one's not even bad. And you kind of don't really care about this guy. You don't really you have don't. any. You don't. Really that care. is a. Yeah. That is an excellent one. Yeah. We don't care. About Whatever, this man. Guy. You died. You died. You're done. I mean, does everybody deserve the right to no. a fair trial? No. I, I don't know. Oh, Maybe man. not in this case. He he was the bad. He was a bad guy. He had it coming. <laughs> to quote Chicago. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so but yeah, now. This is, this is what I love, though. So now we kind of get the family out of the way, and then we just go through a string of, like, werewolf action. Yeah, we do. We do. Werewolf now, and townspeople. Action. Yeah, now, exactly. That's what I was going to say. So now we've got the townspeople are noticing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We've, the people at the local pub, I love a local bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are now talking about what's going on and they're starting to blame the sheriff for not doing his job are you tired of the big city life then you're invited to visit tarker's mill here in tarker's mill we believe in the small town life come experience our festivals fireworks and fairs also don't forget to check out our beautiful bridges and parks and our very active and exotic wildlife. So come on down to Tarker's Mill, where everyone's treated like family. Please be advised that all curfews are highly recommended during full moons.
All right, so now we're in the local pub. Yep, townspeople are getting angry. And blaming the sheriff. They pay their taxes. These guys aren't doing their job. Yeah, we're about to... The uh, the the deputy is kind of taking some mm-hmm. heat, some heat, yeah. and he's getting a little perturbed with um, Mr. Mr. What is the guy's name? Mr. Handlebar Mustache. Yeah, it's a very very fancy mustache. Yeah, thing. extremely extremely fancy. Uh, but then we uh, then uh, Brady's father, Brady, who is Just Marty's a, friend. Yeah. Like so we friend. we that we last see him. They are at a, a park. He's flying a kite. Yeah, and there's a long shot of Corey Haim Marty watching him because he's not going home yet. Mm-hmm. And which is a clear indication that this kid's going to die. Yeah, I mean, we know we're not going to see him again. Um, but anyway, so we go from the pub. And then the father walks in, mm-hmm. and then we are cut to back to the park mm-hmm. with the sheriff. Yeah, the yeah. sheriff's like throwing out some hail marys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is definitely traumatized. He is. He is tra- yeah, he is traumatized. Car- he's he's carrying the bloody kite. Yep, blood all over that kite, man. Mm-hmm. So I mean, again. Brady must have brought that thing down. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. You know, I guess he wasn't attacked he's, while flying. Yeah, he, he was probably packing it in. Yeah. yeah, and then he was like, I mean, we didn't get to see any stalking at this point, right? We were right because last time we see, we just see Brady flying the kite and just kind of intently looking at the kite. And yeah, the son comes. I mean, the dad breaks into the kind of breaks into the argument. And says, "Has anyone seen my son?" Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, then you, yeah, it cuts over to the sheriff, and sheriff is all like, just like you know, with the bloody thing. You see, maybe you can't even see what's going on, but there's a gazebo in the background, and you see like it looks like maybe a tarp or like uh some blankets or cloth or something covering something and uh everybody rushes over cars roll up the dad gets out and like you know he runs sheriff stops him's like you, you don't need to do this you don't need to do this stop mm-hmm. i beg you i beg you i don't you and then dad like breaks breaks the tackle or gets away from the sheriff runs over the gazebo you can't see anything going on but we all know what's up man that's brady yeah brady's down there brady's mutilated and then give me your best impression of that father. <laughs> he is going for it. Exactly. Yeah. He really, really he is. Like I said, not just this scene, yeah, but this is the l- first opportunity. We get to see <laughs> yeah. This does be in an action. But yes. later this scene, <laughs> this guy is going for an Oscar. Yeah, he really is. He really is. You're right. He uh, he looks at his son, and he is bringing the anger and the pain yes. and anguish all in those and, 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> He's in this movie for a total of five minutes. Yep, but he brings it. He is... He's proving that he is the greatest of all actors. Intense. Intense yes. is the way I would There's an intense. Yeah, yeah. definite I mean, intensity. He is... He gets mad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's right, and we, we knew, you're right. Then we see him again in a string of other uh, um, scenarios, right? Um, so Brady has, of course, been dispatched. Yeah. Well, let's 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 pause here for a moment with this Brady kill. This is the first off scene kill. Well, it's the first off scene kill, but it's also the first sort of unprovoked kill. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, there's no real reason for it. Yeah. Um, other than just the kid 
stayed out too late past the the the, the curfew. Yeah. Uh, uh, we didn't mention that, but you know, there was like a townwide curfew because of people being but they didn't really kid. make it really well known um oh, oh. how do you make it well known yeah oh ah, well, well just, anyway just say just say more of it I guess. <clears throat> yeah. yeah well so but yeah he's he's out and then he ends up dead yeah but i'm always flying my kite like in, in the dark maybe this world hates kites maybe it was a smiley face kite. maybe he doesn't he didn't smiley like smiley faces. faces yeah that was the only reason that i could think of why <laughs> which are terrible reasons but this werewolf seems to have reasons for doing things yeah you know we mentioned the the girl who was trying to kill herself yeah uh the the drunk, drunk dad. father yeah. yeah and this is the first one where it's no ah. Yeah, you, I hate to say the word deserve yeah. but cuz nobody deserves to be murdered by werewolves yeah. except maybe the yeah, here's here's where it comes like no rhyme or reason. Kind yeah, of like we mentioned at the beginning, it's like this. There's parts of it where it is like he has rhymes and reason. There's parts where he doesn't. It's just like it, it doesn't kind of. Yeah, there's parts where he like gives us reasons, and there's parts where you're just like, why? Why did he? Why did he do this? And maybe it's just to stoke more fear, give you more like, oh my gosh, this dude is a raging murderous werewolf. Yeah, and, yeah. And at this point, we don't even know it's a werewolf, right? They just know that it's like some that, kind that of... That is true. Right, well, we do know that it's from the pre two previous ones. Are you talking about the people or are you talking about us? The people, yeah. The people. The people. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we know it's a werewolf because we, yeah. we see the, cre the creepy hands. You know, we see <laughs> their first one, like you just smack them, right? You see a quick shot of like a werewolf. Right, like, right, right. Yeah. But the people don't know, you know? Well, do people ever know? No, well, they all get an idea, right? Because at one point, I mean, I don't want to move too far far into it, but like before we even know, I mean, before he's been exposed, um, like you know, Uncle Red's like, don't, don't, don't run into a werewolf. And I'm like, how does he know it's a werewolf? You know, <laughs> that, like, that is a very interesting. Like, line. Wait, what? What? <laughs> it's also is he just making that up, or is he just, yeah, is he just it, that accurate? Yeah, I don't it's know. also interesting that like yeah. even Marty, so he's got this gas powered uh, wheelchair, mm -hmm. and you know, he's got a. Uh, um, I think he was smaller one at the beginning, and then Silver Uncle Bullet. Red gives him like this souped up one. Yeah, but they're both called Silver, Silver Bullets. Bullets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I I guess it's either it's either he's like you know we're we're supposed to get an indication of werewolves or you know they're Bob Seger fans, but whatever. Yeah, Silver Bullet, Bob Seger, Silver Bullet band. Anyway, uh, or maybe they drink coarse beer, but whatever. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they do. <laughs> They're big, big fans of the Coors beer. And they're just into the rock, right. tapping the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Somehow he brings up, don't, I mean, I just, I just noticed that point before we even really noticed it's a werewolf. Mm. He's all like, don't run into one, huh? And that's like right after he like hooks him up with the, uh, hooks him up with a brand new uh, silver bullet and gives him a bunch of fireworks, right? But I mean, going back to the Brady kill, you know, is this when you make the mention that there's like hysteria among the then at the, at this point there's hysteria among the townspeople and it's like parts where like the mayor is like in the face of the sheriff and you're like this kind of reminds me of Jaws. No, I, is it that point or is I it know. or is yeah. it or is because I, I can't remember exactly like when that is. Yeah, but, but there's a there's a quite small scene where I had that same thought and you brought it up like you know you see like the mayor in front of the sheriff and you're like it's like almost like a a Jaws scenario where like you know it's on the sheriff to find out. 
yeah what's going on the pressure is on people are hysteric you know or people are in hysterics what's going to happen you know i just thought that was kind well, of which i guess i guess similarly leads to that they they cancel the the carnival mm-hmm. thing yeah which is like the biggest event for the town and or something like that yeah, that carnival like it was about like two rides <laughs> Total. But yeah, it's just for show. But it's, it's a small town. Yeah, small town. I don't know. Small town I mean, Tarkers, how big is this car? Tarkers Mills. Yes, yeah, true. And he's so <laughs> bummed about it, you know. Like you don't even even the uh, even the well, the, it, that's you know? mayor is relying on the revenue from this. Yeah, girl. it's true. Yeah, and you can't can't do anything without the revenue. Right, so it shuts right. it down. So then all the townspeople were like. They're back in the bar, right? And they're all like gathering around. Now and we see some good scenes here. Now it's time for some militia action. Yep, yep. They're all mad. They're angry. They yeah. wanna they wanna get retribution. They wanna get back at this whatever murderer. Yeah, yeah. And they want private justice. Oh. <laughs> now we get Brady's dad showing up again. Because the sheriff shows up. Scene two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the sheriff, who's played by Terry O'Quinn. O'Quinn. Yeah. yeah. Right. So John Mock from Lost. Yeah. Basically, from Lost. I recognize, uh, him. I recognize him most from as the Howard Hughes from the Rocketeer. Yeah. Good one. Uh, yeah. So he shows up trying to stop all the townspeople. Calm him down. From, yeah. Saying, saying you can't rash. do this. You can't do that. Yeah. This is private justice, and which is. I am the law in this city, this town. Yep. And this is Brady's dad's like, how dare you talk about you, yep. private yep. justice? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, my son was torn apart. Was made of breath. Yep. He does it 100%. Yeah, you're right. He brings it. He's again like, how dare you? I want you to go up to Harmony Hill. That's right. Which is, I imagine, the cemetery. Yeah. Dig up Brady's grave. And you tell him personally uh, uh, about private justice. Just uh, like that. I mean, just oh, delivers man. it with a tremble, anger. I, he is so angry. He's so mad. He's going to get you, that Oscar. You could not. You couldn't have. <laughs> the I seriousness in his eyes, you just could see it. You know, I bet you, I bet you that they had, they cast some, some complete unknown unproven actor in that at first mm-hmm. he tried to deliver those lines and didn't work and it was sort of like in wayne's world 2 where the gas station attendant is talking to wayne and then they're like what we can't do better than that and yeah. it was a small part and yeah. then they take him out and they bring in charlton has yeah they bring in charlton this Heston. yep they scrapped him yeah brought in the guy they brought in, brought in the heavy guns the heavy yeah. gun yeah that's they did right. that's right <laughs> they really wanted to bring home a very angry, <laughs> frustrated, upset father. Yeah, and, he's also very uh, oddly aged father. Yeah, I don't know why. Straight, I've always yeah, thought that. His, his 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 hair growth is definitely. He yeah, he's very bald. Nothing, bald. nothing being very bald nothing means you're old, yeah, yeah. but it's very very bald and very gray. Clearly, what he's got, what hair he's got, he looks way I'm too was, old. I'm actually buying the uh, they pulled somebody and brought this guy in now yeah. because yeah, they're probably like, eh. I know he looks way older, but let's put him in. He's a way better actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Well, we did, I, you know, I did look up, you know, he was in uh, Leon, the professional, Kent Broadhurst. And uh, maybe he's not like in a ton of stuff, but well, he, he is, is a writer. Quite the delivery. 
He brings the delivery. He brings the heat, right? Yeah, he's definitely bringing it for this. So we see what? Maybe like six or seven people now going into the woods. He's written one thing. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Yes. What? More than that. Because they're all like. So this is also interesting because as they're leaving the bar and they're piling into their oh, cars, yeah. the Reverend shows up. It's throwing yes. you off the scent. Mm-hmm. Like and that. he is trying, he's pleading with them all. Everyone like, to don't not leave. do this. Don't, don't do this. Do this. Yeah. Little you do know. we know he's trying to save his hide. Yeah. yeah. That's right. But yeah, at this point, if you have never seen the movie before, you're thinking, oh man, this is just a do good or reverend mm-hmm. doing his thing, trying to stop from people from murdering a senseless murderer who's probably just a wayward person. There has, there has got to be another way. We can't, yeah. we can't, we can't solve a murderer with murder. You know, it's mm-hmm. just sin. You can't solve sin with sin. You must stop. And he's like running out to the cars, like tapping on them, freaking out. And going back to it, there's a part, there's a couple parts, I guess, after the uh, first couple of times we see him and, you know, in the church, you know, and they're kind of celebrating funerals. I was telling you, I think they get the perfect guy. I mean, he just looks Everett McGill. Yeah, yeah, he just looks sinister, even as a as a minister. You know, his he just has the dead <laughs> eye look. He's just kind of looking around. He doesn't seem like he's all there. He just has like the high cheekbones. He just looks very, very evil. Yeah, you know, it doesn't fit. It's like <clears throat> that face doesn't fit on a minister's uh, minister. Yeah, club. it's hard for me to 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 distinguish from or that's not the right word but it's hard for me to separate that i have seen this movie so many times that i know you're conditioned yeah Yeah. i'm conditioned to know that this is the bad guy yeah bad guy i mean but yeah it's hard for me to to see him uh, otherwise yeah but you never really see him in any kind of even, even outside do you ever see him in any like like positive lights you ever see him in like some type of protagonist <clears throat> the the closest would be like the very beginning where at the at the town square yeah whatever the festival like, the, oh, he he addresses the town on stage but that's it but even that you know he's introduced he comes up to start speaking and then we leave the scene so you don't actually get a yeah. feel for him yeah which which maybe is on purpose uh, just so we don't get too, we don't learn too much about him. True, <clears throat> but but yeah, you're right. He's out there stopping them. Yeah, he's out there trying to stop them. Trying to be a good dude, and, a good guy. Yeah, and so then this is in hindsight, we you can kind of figure that this then creates motivation for what happens next, because then we cut to all these people going out to. Random, not... random woods, random woods. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. What? I, why these woods? Like, why this place? You know? So, so at the pub, they've got the, what appears to be a map out, and the main guy who's got the fancy Handle mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he's out there like marking up the map and he's talking about. And so, I guess they're sort of like triangulating. Yeah. Oh, so this happened here, and this happened here, and this happened here, and so it's got to be in this area. Um, so I guess that's why they determined to go there and why they determined they got to go out. Well, I guess because all the, all the murders happen at night. Yeah. That's right. That's true. Right. Yeah. So definitely, this particular night, definitely not the daytime. Yeah. In this particular night, you've got so much 
fog. Yeah. It's the foggiest of all foggy It's almost if they had a smoke machine. Well, oh, that's sorry. possible. It's, yeah, it's incredibly foggy. It's you possible. can't see waist down, right? I, I, I mean, who? I mean, I I remember. All, I mean, I mean, I know this was going to North Carolina, so I remember plenty of times being out in the North Carolina woods where I can't see <laughs> from well, the waist down. It is in the whole, fog. It is so funny that you bring this up because <laughs> I had a similar experience, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was like very late at night, at probably into the early mornings, and me and a friend were. Kind of going through the woods. Yeah. Going anyway, whatever. But yes, I, yeah, you get those, those North Carolina summers where you got so much humidity and you get, yeah. So I get it. But, uh, this particular case, I don't know where they're going. I mean, I don't know. They're, they're, I don't think they know where they're going. They're doing some sort of triangulation. You're going to try to, yeah, trying to flush them out. They've all, circumnavigate do some kind of military like yeah you know yeah so they've all got they've all got rifles uh except one guy decides to bring a baseball bat to a gunfight yeah uh, a peacemaker yeah i yeah. mean it's a carve he's carved peacemaker yeah into it, so. he did some wood carving yeah <laughs> wood burning so, I think. yeah yeah and so now we get um a little bit of a uh, you gotta think that's pretty brave because bringing only a bat—that's in your mind already thinking. I guess I'm gonna have to do some close quarter combat. He clearly was relying on everybody else. Yeah, but wouldn't he like the bar guy? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think was. that was supposed to be his yeah. his weapon to scare off, yeah. you know, unruly customers. Yeah. Or we had one guy step on a bear trap randomly. So that <clears> that's right. Yeah. 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 Which is, you know, a little bit of a funny scene. A funny moment, yep. yeah. Yeah, because the guy help. comes to help yep. him, and then he, like, gets distracted, and he, like, lets go, <laughs> and it right back again. on. He's like, ah! <laughs> yeah. That guy yelled, I'm as good as Freddy's dad. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. But, so, we got we got uh, several people in, in one little clearing area, and they start hearing noises. Yeah. But they can't tell where the noise where, is coming yeah. from. Is it coming from yeah. behind them? Is it coming from, from in front? And you got one guy who's telling you everything. Everybody like it's behind us, and he changes his mind. And then one guy's like, "Bro, it's right below it's us." It's below us. Yeah. And again, going back to the thick fog you've yeah. ever come across, yep. where you can't see it. Can't see what, it. Yeah. Nope. And we got old. Stealthy ninja werewolf again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, just somehow maneuvering through the fog without disturbing fog. No moving the fog, but he's clearly making enough noises to freak everyone else out. But he's you're right. He's still stealthy enough to get right up beside them and just pull them down, or just throw them against a tree, or yeah. beat them upside the head. With yeah. The baseball bat. So it's it's a, the so the first kill there is the guy being kind of picked up and thrown into a tree yeah yeah yeah. something like that which is which is kind of interesting kind of cool um and then everybody kind of gets scared and tries to they sort of scatter and then another guy gets pulled down and then comes back up it's clearly like a face half ripped up or something yeah yeah, it's clearly like a a a mannequin or whatever but which is you're like, yeah. okay, cool. His face got ripped. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like, I like it. it. I can yeah. go with it. I'm doing yeah. something different here. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we get the bartender getting yeah. killed. Yeah, he just 
with the bat. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is I've heard I've heard this discussed on something on another podcast and I I can't help but think it's weird. I think it's weird too. Yeah, I mean I just you, again it goes back to like you think about the werewolf, the werewolf, even though this werewolf apparently is very conscientious of like what he's doing. You know, he's a super stealthy ninja. The man, the the beast grabs a weapon and not only once but twice <laughs> strikes this man. And it's all for the scene, you know. It's like you see the bat go up and down. It's a little cheesy yeah, because yeah. it actually starts out with like the guy's holding the bat and he's you see the arm coming up and down. Yeah. You know, and then you hear a noise or a, a scream or whatever, and then you see the werewolf arm come up yeah. holding the bat. Yeah. You know, and then he's it's coming out, and it just looks it looks funny. It does. To it, me. Looks, it looks it, a little uh, it, it's a little hokey, con, like you know, it kind of doesn't really validate the horror film, and you're like, really, a werewolf is using a bat to take out a guy? Yeah. He has, it, it it's out of place. Yeah. It's he very has out of place. Claws and. Yeah, especially Jeez. since he, he killed everybody else. I don't know. Maybe it was he took it personal. And he was like, "Yeah, maybe you're gonna hit me with a bat." Yeah, fine. How do you like yeah, it? Yeah, it's, no, like, it's, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you're right. He's like, you know, it's like eye for an eye. He says, oh, "I gotta make this fair." Yeah, I'm gonna have to. You know, oh, he, like maybe he's just a real petty werewolf. You know, and he's just like, you know, well, well, I think there's something to what you're saying. Yeah. Because the next time, <clears throat> well, all right, let's not let's not gloss over I, what I think is my favorite scene in the movie, and it's probably always been my favorite scene. So we got the people killed in the woods. Mm. This it then then cuts to another funeral. Yeah, and who is getting sauced up in this one? <laughs> Brody's dad. Brody's dad's right he's back at it at again. It. Yeah, he's mad. <clears throat> he's at it again. Mm. But it starts out a little bit different because the congregation, they're singing a hymn, Amazing, Amazing Grace, Grace yeah. and they're doing this very Swinging back weird and forth, sway. yeah. But you think, you think in this scenario, you think it's just, oh, more funeral. Mm -hmm. Here we go. And yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And then Reverend Lowe's like, I just, and you know what? I, one thing about Reverend Lowe, he's got a nice little accent, man. He's like, he's like, there's nothing I can say. Or do to give you comfort. I think he's I think he's southern in real life. Yeah. I he's think. just like nothing I can say or do. Even like when he's talking to Marty, he's like, Marty. Yeah. You know? I do like his delivery. Yeah, yeah he is. Kind of good delivery. But he's like, there's nothing I can do or say to give you comfort. And then old Bray's dad is like, What's he saying, man? He's like, There is no comfort. Yeah. There's only yeah. private justice. Yeah. And he's serious. <laughs> and so then people start transforming. Wait, wait, wait. How many people? Oh, the, the whole congregation, the whole yeah. even the organist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is a little comical because she's just like turns yeah, around, she's like swinging. So... There's like blood splashing all over <laughs> yes. the keyboard. You're like, what is going on? I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite it's, sure. But it's my favorite. Scene. Windows are shattering. <clears throat> you know, it is. It's, it's it the is. first, I think, legit scary part, scene. Yeah, very pandemonium going yeah. on and you're right everyone in the everyone in the in the pews if you will are just turning into werewolves i mean and um freddie's dad's going nuts the sheriff is going crazy yeah the organist werewolf organist is just losing her mind and she's just like she's hamming to the camera you can definitely tell she's having mm -hmm. a grand it's almost like a party 
It, it's, yeah, it's, it's very like a transformation party. party of werewolves. <laughs> transformation party. Yeah, and who? And the whole time, the Reverend is freaking out. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What on earth?" You know. Well, <clears throat> and sweating it, like a. Yeah, and so he. So that's when you get the sense, and then he wakes up. So, but it's his dream. Yeah, and this is when you first probably, if it's your first time seeing it, you should start thinking. Oh, he's got some kind of weird. This might be our guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think maybe that's also it's it's interesting because I I think it might be a little too soon of a reveal. Yeah. What do you think? Maybe. I mean, I, I to me, I don't. And I get like I've seen it so many times. I already associate him as the bad, yeah, as the bad guy. But it may be, um, maybe people don't pick up on it. Maybe they don't. But I think you're right. It is a small hint to like, hey, this is your guy. You know, mm-hmm. this is the guy we're talking about. He's the dude. Um, but I don't know if it's too soon. I mean, it clearly would give the viewer some kind of pause because of like, why is he dreaming of it? But the only thing, but also you would think because he's the minister, he's the the spiritual leader of this town he's probably like just has this heavy burden of all these deaths going on maybe yeah maybe so but he, what does he say at the end he's like please make it stop or yeah God. yeah so he doesn't necessarily he, he doesn't directly like put him insert himself mm-hmm. into it you know when yeah. he says that he just sort of makes a almost a blanket generic sandwich. Yeah, yeah of like god let it stop. god just let the whole thing stop yeah and which i think I, I think uh, maybe I thought he did say that. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> when we watched it just now, maybe it was the first time I really gave it, I, I paid that close attention to it. And then I realized, oh, he doesn't actually reference himself. No, he just anyway. says, God, let it stop. You're right. Yeah. In a very third person, generic stop. Like, just let the whole thing stop. Like, but all the people who are getting murdered stop. Like that's what yeah. you. I mean, most people think, oh, he's just really concerned. Yeah, he's a concern. You saw him out there trying to stop everybody, and now he's saying he's having dreams, and he just wants it to stop. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah, he's the he's the spiritual leader of this town. No one's going to suspect this guy. <clears throat> well, you can almost. He, and honestly, that'd probably be a really good valid def- defense if you ever <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and that, I was getting ready to say, and though, wolf child, I, I think that with uh, wolf lawyer, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Tartar's Mill, Perry Wolf Mason, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> wolf Matlock. Um, I I think up to even if you if you know it or if you're first time seeing it and you put it together that oh this is our guy but that scene definitely gives the indication that he is as much a victim as everyone else mm-hmm. he doesn't have control over this he is a victim to the circumstance and he does not want to do what he's doing right as a werewolf <clears throat> that sympathy goes away. Yeah, and uh, and and I think I, I don't know. It's like we got two different types. Of, we got two. He, I think he's. I think he's schizophrenic. Honestly, you know, because he's uh, interesting. Now we're getting into some deep. I mean, he's just subject. like I don't know. I mean, he just seems to have like one intent and then another. You know, like there's parts of him like please let it stop. 
I want to be the good guy. And it was just like, whatever, forget it. I'm going to go just murder. I'm just going to let it be, you know? Fascinating. I'm going to do what I want to do. You know, I'm going to let the beast do its thing. Unleash the but beast. he's not really unleashing the beast. He just turns into the beast and does what he wants to do already. You know, it's just like yeah. he, again, um, down the road, we find out he admits to uh, knowingly murdering one of his victims. Mm. So, um, but yeah, so after, you know, after that scary sequence stream, you know, we, we turn back to, we go back to the family. I think there's a, some more, there's some more like um, narration that comes out of nowhere for like the last half hour. Right. Yeah. 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 It is yeah. it's weird. Yeah. That that, that is, there's no and narration. We, we see Uncle Red kind of more involved and we see Uncle Red hook him up with the brand new super bullet and he's like racing down the street back and yeah. forth, back and forth. They're having some parties and then he gives him fireworks. He gives him the fireworks, yeah, which he, is an important thing. And he says at least three times. Don't do what you're gonna end up doing. But. Yeah, stay the stay by the house. Stay yeah, by stay. the house. You know, don't go out, <clears throat> stay yeah. by the house and don't get Roll run into any werewolves. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> so, uh, and Marty, as we mentioned, is in a wheelchair. He just can't walk. Marty. Marty. Yeah. Um, not that Marty. Not that Marty, I know. Um, so, with the good fortune of being... Another I, silver car, or a silver vehicle, if you will. Is it silver? Titanium. Yeah. Sort of like a primer. Metallic. <laughs> it was like steel. Stainless steel. <coughs> yeah. 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 Steel's great. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So. All right. So now we got the fireworks scene. Yeah. Marty. Um, oh. What does he do? How does he get out of there? Doesn't he like climb on something to get down to his like new silver bullet maybe it was a, was a lattice <laughs> i think it was lattice yeah some random lattice right beside his window can you believe it everybody's got lattice. everybody has lattice the lattice time. for you yeah. lattice just, for I just, me i just haven't mentioned it i know you just don't see a lot of houses these days with lattice. Hey. I mean, maybe it was something in 1976 you know maybe it was i don't a, know i maybe there's like a thing about uh horror films and lat like houses with lattice because when i think of it i actually think of uh an Aaron Elm Street house had lattice, and I think the house in Scream had, had lattice. lattice. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, don't buy a house with lattice. Yeah, because you're going to get give, murdered. Yeah, you're going to give uh, ample opportunity for something to. Uh, yeah, bad things happen. Yeah, to, around lattice to get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he climbs down a lattice because he can only use his upper body. Because again, he's a handicapped individual, mm -hmm. and he slides himself in the silver bullet. And rides out to uh, some random lake with some random wooden bridge mm -hmm. over this lake, right? Yeah. And he's just like, you know what? It's the middle of the night. No one's around. I've had these fireworks for a total of like four hours. And... Yeah. And my <laughs> uncle said to like have at it. I'm going to have at it. It's going to be fun to see what happened. Because and he's also a little upset because... He was robbed of fireworks from little the little celebration, right? At oh, yeah. the carnival, right? That's true. That's yeah, true. Even his uncle mentioned it. He's like, hey, man, uh, this thing took away your best friend. It took away the carnival. How do you feel? You know, and he's all like, I'm mad. You know, so, you know, he's definitely he's definitely upset. So he's going to use this time for, to just hang out with himself and uh, light off some fireworks, right? Mm -hmm. Above the lake above the lake and it's a really cool scene here i mean so i have to give it to this movie because it does a good job of like uh 
not directly showing you the wolf too much, but it gives you this like when he's like blowing off the you know blowing up the fireworks, you see like the reflection in the water mm, yeah. of the wolf, yeah, of the werewolf. And I thought that was kind of cool, you know. It's like you know it wasn't like one hundred percent clear, but you're like, oh wait, that's the silhouette of the wolf. He's out there with him, and that's when I kind of get a little scared. I'm like. I put myself in that scenario. I'm in a wheelchair. I'm just like not even paying attention. This yeah. thing could come at me at both ends. What's going to happen? <laughs> and, it, get, and he's doing his sneaking job again. He's doing his ninja work. It it does bring up an interesting point, though. Why? Again, why? Why is this? Why is the werewolf there? Yeah. Just it doesn't. It doesn't make a yeah. Ton why of is he sense. randomly stalking the woods? Yeah. How? Why would they end up being at the exact same place, the same time? Unless he just knew he was going to go out there. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. The uh, the continuity is definitely not there when it comes to the uh, werewolves. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to poke holes in the plot, but. Yeah, you're right. No, I mean you make a, you make a good point. I mean the werewolf is like you know, he's in the random woods. You know, he's at his house. He's out there on the train tracks. He's at another hat. He's in a shed mm-hmm. with the floorboards. So you're just like, uh, and then he's like in an open park. Really, when he takes out Brady, right? It's not like a really like very secluded area. But I will say the sun. <laughs> I will. I will say the lake is secluded, though. It seems very... It, 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 it seems, seems very secluded. Very secluded, very just out there. And yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you're right. I don't know. There's no... right Again, there's Maybe no, it's fishing. Maybe he was. And maybe it's, you're right. He's probably out there fishing, and he's like, oh, dang, I turned. You know? And now he's like, <laughs> I gotta just murder something, man, yeah, because I... Uh, <coughs> oh, I meant, I meant as the werewolf, he was fishing. Oh, oh, as werewolf. <laughs> just out there just like smack, smacking what smacking fish he couldn't the find there yeah. was a curfew yeah. and he wasn't he didn't feel like that he could just bust yeah. through someone's door just getting out there and doing his thing yeah okay yeah maybe <clears throat> he was like you know what i just really want to be alone i really don't want to murder this t- this full moon this time i'm oh. just gonna you know i'm gonna go out and do some pastime just fish so he was gonna, oh, yeah, yeah he was going out to relax yeah he wasn't away. gonna he wasn't going to try to take anyone down this time. You know, at this point, the last time we saw him, he was like, let it stop, let it stop. So he's probably taking a sabbatical, oh. going to a remote area mm. where he's going to be away from people and just fish. You made a good point. Or maybe he's camping. Yeah, maybe he's just doing <laughs> some camping. But <clears throat> Marty, drawing attention to himself, I mean, anyone from three miles could see where he was yeah. with the fireworks on the yeah. middle of this bridge. He was at the apex of the bridge, right in the middle of it. Just fireworks. And he was like, pretty cool. I would never be that way. I would have to be with friends. Yeah. I would never be out there alone. I never would be alone. Just lighting fireworks. You want to, yeah. In the sheer dark. You want to do it with friends. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. Maybe he had one friend, and of course he got 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 murdered. He got murdered by the the wolf. So, yeah. it's yeah. it's weird. It's a weird scenario. It's, it's very weird. Very weird. But but, eh. but it is what it is. Yeah. We so. see now. We see feet. You know, he's like 
walking his feet yeah. you know, as he's sneaking up, he's sneaking up, he's sneaking yeah. up. And then like, you know, he gave him a bunch of stuff, but I thought it was really interesting is like when Uncle Ted was kind of walking him through what he gave him, he showed him the bottle rocket. He's like, now make sure you do this one last, you know? Yeah. And you're like, okay, are we going to see that one? That was four, again, it was foreshadowing. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. You had to know that so you good. see the werewolf sneaking up and marty's just like not paying attention just lighting off everything and then marty's like getting out the bottle rocket and then he's like he kind of pauses right he's like what what, what? what? yeah and nothing happened okay it was nothing okay well and this happened before with uh like the very very first kill yeah he's like what? so there's like this weird i don't know Oh, you I can saw, sense somebody there's a figure over there watching. in the pine trees yeah i'm just gonna ignore it i keep moving yeah. He's like, eh. Nothing. Okay. So the werewolf comes out onto the bridge. You see hands. You see hands. You go. You see the eyes. Yeah. You see yeah, the eyes. Yeah. They don't show you the full figure, yeah, which yeah. which is it's probably for the best. It would probably yeah. just look even worse. Yeah. 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 And Marty, he's freaking out. He's freaking out. And he grabs the rocket. And he lights it, and he like points it right at him, and it go oh, right in the eye. Direct hit into the left eye. Now, would Marty have burned his hand? Um, well, you most likely, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's holding it like, yeah, he make right. I'm you're holding right. it. The sparkle would have, yeah, shot it would have like, yeah, yeah, that would have burned his hand. Like, just like, yeah, <clears throat> poor all, all of his palm, his wrist, poor Marty, yeah, poor <laughs> Marty. <laughs> but he had he had movie magic on his side. He right? did, yeah. and he was able to accurately aim that bottle rocket. That was that was you really ever shot good. a bottle rocket, man. They're not, not a, a werewolf. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they were that accurate. Next time I come upon a werewolf, yeah, make sure you have a couple bottle rockets because it'll That's slow true. it'll slow one down. That's true. No, if he had had two. Oh man. If he had two. All right. So I'll come back to that. So. This happens, and the next day he's telling uh, Uncle his, Red. He's telling Jane about it. Oh, Jane! Yeah, he's telling Jane about his sister, and this is where we get more narration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and she's going out and collecting recyclables or whatnot for some, you know, charity. And she's kind of on the lookout for anyone who may have an eye injury. Yeah, and some creepy scenes. Yeah, and there's a lot of like weird, just long, scenes. long like stares. Hey, Jane, <clears throat> how can I help you, Jane? Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Jane. There's a lot of exaggerated Can't. movements. <laughs> Missed everything, Jane. Yeah, yeah. And she's just staring at him. Yeah, and then and they're staring at her because she's now and paranoid. she's staring back. Yeah, yeah, and she's going around, going around, chasing people. So yeah, yeah trying to figure out who it I, is. I, You're right because he told her because he he the, went he went flying back home and, and like, they just oh. assume he, they just assume that like what happens, what injuries are sustained as a werewolf would then just carry over to the human form to the human. Yeah, which I'm not sure I would have made that connection. Not because as eleven years old. No. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah, even at my age now, yeah. you, got, you got this idea of the only thing that hurts the werewolf. All right, all right. We mentioned we mentioned while watching the movie The Monster Squad. Fantastic movie. Yeah, Wolfman's got nards. Yeah, it's a great movie. But there's a scene in that movie where he gets shot 
as a werewolf. No, he can say he's human. By the cops. No. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. So there's a scene in that movie where he gets blown up yeah. by dynamite. Yeah. And then he just like comes back together. All like yeah. all the pieces come back yeah. because you know you, you have to you have to kill him with a silver bullet. bullet. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't have like wounds. Yeah. Why would this werewolf have an eye injury? Eyebrow. Yeah. Maybe he's a slow healing factor werewolf. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Maybe he just takes it takes time, you know. Like, he's a non Wolverine. Yeah, like he just uh he has that healing factor, but it just is slower. Maybe his metabolism is slower. He's been on like a all seafood diet or something that's just kind of I don't understand what that means. I mean, I don't either. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. Maybe it's like his diet. I don't know. You never really see me anything, you know? So maybe yeah, he's, he's not eating the victim. Maybe he's fasting, right? You know, he doesn't have enough calories to generate a new eyeball. Interesting. You know, he seemed very perturbed when she runs up on him and he's out there like, I don't even know what he's doing. Is he like digging yeah. in the yard? Yeah. Well, okay. 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 Yeah. We do see him and he's digging in the flowers yeah. and, you know, by this, she's like, you know, irritated and she says, oh, my God. She brother. walks behind him. Yeah. We see and <clears throat> we immediately see the We eye. see him with the eye, yeah. you know, we and know, it's bandaged. We know what's up. Yeah. And... The next, and she goes into his garage with the, the I like the this bottles. Scene. I like this. Scene. It's an interesting yeah, scene yeah. because this is the first time you get menacing reverend. Yeah. Um, up to this point, he's able to kind of separate, knowing that he's a monster at sometimes, but he can put on a show yeah. the rest of the time. Yeah. There, his the facade starting to break down. Yeah. He's probably a prince. I mean, I just lost an eyeball and he can't grow it back until like next September. You know what I'm saying? I'd be angry too. I'd be like, man, I'm going to walk right. around with his injury, with his eye socket just destroyed. Yeah. And he's got like this paper like bandage. Well, know? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's got a bandage. Yeah. In, in this scene. And, you know, he confronts, he confronts Jane and... She's scared. I really like this scene. It, it really is good. Did she's scared, sh and he like puts her his hand on her shoulder, which yes. is real creepy. Yeah, you know, and looking through today's lens, it's kind of creepy, even creepier. And yeah. uh, often are all types of stuff. You know? Yeah, like, you and, like a soda, and say, "Oh, can I give you a ride?" Jane, yeah, you're what? trembling. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're trembling. He kind of did like a. Yeah. Because she finds the the bat, yeah, the peacemaker, the peacemaker. Bat. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he as a here you go. Here He's you keeping go. as souvenirs as now. A werewolf. He's like, you know what? This I'm not gonna leave this in the woods alongside these oh, guys because this is boy. definitely this is definitely this is where a his... murder weapon, and I don't want to be. <laughs> this is where yeah. this is where you he, can't leave a murder weapon on the scene. Yeah, he makes a mistake. Yeah. Don't bring it back and keep it in your clearly he wasn't thinking he was just you know what i'm gonna why take the murder it? weapon and why I'm keep it take it with me and he probably was thinking you know what i'm gonna go ahead and incinerate it but then he got like hey, why would he even do that he got busy he the people the guy that it belonged to was already killed yeah and by they could have determined it was he was killed with the bat. And why would he put it in a place where he like tons of kids are probably just, going in there just dumping? Just stuff leave it out in the woods yeah, where you kill the guy and just woods. go. Yeah, I mean, you no get, he, he got away. Yeah, he no got away. Yeah. What? Uh, whatever. I don't, I don't get it. But I do like that scene. You're right. And then like he's like the, even the camera angle. 
he's like towering over her. You see him like, and he, he like the shadow, and you only see like her eyes because his shadow is covering her so mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. You kind of just see her eyes and her frightness of him, you know, like being frightened. That's just a really cool scene. You're right. I mean, he is. He's like, why, Jane, you're trembling. Can I offer you a soda? Can I give you a ride home? And she's like, no. And she like just kind of awkwardly like backs out and like almost trips over his car and runs away. Yeah. And I think she's totally like, I'm like, and then she totally goes back to Marty and it's like, it's the minister. Mm -hmm. And then this is where they kind of. Well, it could be the minister. I'm not sure she's completely convinced. Yeah. Yet, but, but Marty's convinced because he starts sitting left. No, she should have been convinced because he was definitely acting like, oh, yeah, creepy at that point. Um, but so he's got the bandage. The next time we see him is Marty is at watching the kids play baseball, looking all, all sad and all sad and, and, and down in the dumps because he can't yeah, use his legs. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's a sad part. It's a sad part of it. I show. wish I had working legs. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. And, and he's probably like, I wish I had a left eye, but you know, who cares? I'm about to murder this kid. Yeah. But yeah, what does he have instead of a bandage? It's a patch. Yeah. He's got the eye patch. He's so, looking. and. What else about him that we notice that uh, I think is kind of interesting? He's got that flat five o'clock shadow. Yeah, going. this this to, this is like to me is like it's like a transition. He's, Not only is he transitioning to werewolf, but he's transitioning into like a disheveled he's losing, version of himself. He's yeah. losing control. He is. He's losing control. He's no longer the uh, clean cut Reverend Lowe from the first beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. He's letting this. This is definitely affecting him. It's become it's spilling over into his personal life. He doesn't have time to shave. Yeah, <laughs> clearly doesn't have time to shit. Yeah, yeah. So he's definitely looking like the villain all the time. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, Marty sent some letters to him, told him what's up. Said, yeah. Hey, look, we know who you are. Yeah. We know that, what you totally are. forgot about that. Yeah. Like we know saving, who you are. Know what you yeah, are. Yeah. Cutting out the letters from a magazine. Yeah. And, like, paste the chain letters. Yeah. Just was... Telling him to get rid of himself. Yeah. Off himself. Yeah. That's right. And so yeah, he's at the uh, he is at the baseball park, and we mm -hmm. see him creepily drive behind him. And as Marty takes off to go back home, the minister follows. Yeah, and this is the minister's chance to take Marty Just out, silence the critics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's an interesting chase with Marty uh, and the silver bullet, yep. and the yep. reverend chasing with the car. He runs into him, um, which is important later on it's like another bridge too right yeah mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of they, they do cross a bridge a lot of bridges in this movie and he's able to get lead him to this abandoned bridge but you missed some parts on the bridge though what yeah. was interesting is like his car his motorcycle kept cutting off like every time yeah but it would start right as the car is about there like just drive into movie him. magic yeah movie but i magic. thought that was interesting like he like uh some near misses you know like he uh had a near miss on the bridge when he was doing the fireworks and then he like hightailed it home, you know, and like was freaking out. And then he like, there not once, but twice he had two near misses where the car, his little motorcycle wouldn't start in time. And then, yeah, go ahead. You know, I just want to point out there's like three near misses right there yeah. already. So the yeah. kid is already like the kid from Jurassic Park, you know, he's already had a couple of lives, <laughs> you know, spared. <laughs> Jurassic Park. You know what I'm talking about. The kid from Jurassic Park. You know, he dies almost nine times in that film. Oh, where he like 
I mean, it's gets electrocuted. I mean, it's fall. He should have been crushed by the car. He should have been eaten by a T Rex. I mean, there's so many. There's so many scenarios. We'll he almost gets snatched, bitten by the raptor. Yeah. Like going up to his, yeah, yeah. We can watch. We can watch the Rex Park and count them off. Yeah. And there's several times. But yeah. Anyways, Marty's had three encounters where he could have gotten all right. Eighty-six pretty quickly. Well, uh, but his luck, you think, almost is run out mm-hmm. when he gets to the the old broken down. Abandoned, abandoned bridge, covered bridge. yeah, covered another, bridge. Uh, yeah. Very lovely. Another, yeah, it's very mainish. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it yeah. seems out of place. I'm curious if that covered they bridge, that. yeah, if they built it or yeah. if there really is there. Yeah, probably not now. Not now. Yeah, yeah kind of like the bar. It's no longer there. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and then we get some exposition from the Reverend. I love this part though, like when he like slides in and walks in. It's kind of to me, I don't know just if you thought this, but it's like when he's walking in, he's very tall, he's very dark. He almost looks like the werewolf, but in human form. You know what I'm saying? The werewolf is a tall, dark, yeah. almost black wolf. What we've seen of the wolf so far. Yeah. And like he just looks very menacing, very human. He's gotten hairier because of Clearly shape. just the human form of the wolf. Yeah. You know? I just like, I love that scene when he's walking up. He's like, Marty. You know, in a very mm. evil way. Yeah. And, and yeah, go ahead. I'm it's sorry. good. I don't no, want to you're take, right. I, don't you're right. I just, I love that scene when he walks in because I was like, here's the wolf as a man <clears throat> approaching Marty. Right. Well, and this is where we get the um some explanation for one murder for one murder as <laughs> <laughs> that for the one even though we've had seven you know saying that Clearly like seven. oh well she's gonna kill herself anyway so and he so he get yeah basically he yeah. say his words save I, soul. I took her life to save her life eternal or something exactly like yeah and uh, I can't take my own life because our religion says we can't right. we can't off ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go about doing <clears throat> more murders. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting because that's when you what I first get the idea that oh he's he's a targeting werewolf. You know, yeah. there's there's rhyme and reason to what he's, he's a little doing. insane though. I think he's insane at that point. Yeah. Or so, well, maybe he's. And maybe we don't know what happened. Descending into madness. Madness, yeah. And maybe we don't know what happened to the dude on the train tracks. Maybe he confided to him and said, hey, look, I have a terminal illness I don't want to tell anybody about, et cetera, et cetera. And that's probably why he ripped his head off, you know? I don't know. You never know. It's not your typical cure for that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or he could be like, hey, I just have a, I don't know, I just got something going on. I might not have, I might have six months to live, but I'm going to live my life out on this train track, whatever. I don't know. And then, of course, you know, the dad was, like, angry. And then maybe, maybe, maybe Brody said something like, uh, something that just was, like, unchristian-like to him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it could be, like, he just stayed outside. Uh, yeah. He was yeah. just being disobedient. Being a, being a turd, yeah. <laughs> and, then the, and then clearly the other guys were just, like, getting murdered because they were out to kill him. Uh, that yeah. one kind of is at this self point, defense. Yeah, at this point, he's just like, I'm just going to eliminate anything that's a threat to me. Yeah. And that's what he's doing to Marty. You know, Marty's definitely a threat. You know? Though, I mean, none of them had silver bullets, so they couldn't hurt him. Yeah, but they didn't know that, right? They're going to go out there you and. I think just, he even knew it. Probably not. Yeah. They're just probably going to go out there and maim him. <clears throat> well, this, this, this is. That leads into a question, though, that we maybe could save to the end, but. 
Anyway, yeah, so this, yeah, this, yeah. he's going on a speech about yeah, hey, yeah, I, yeah. He's I, explained I saved her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah he explained on this, and then there's, um, he, you think, oh, Marty's gonna get it. This is the end of Marty. Right, we're done. Which would seem odd for the movie to end that way, but well, he, Gary Busey's <clears> got top billing, right? So maybe you never know. Right, right. <laughs> so then there's a, a a local farmer or whatever, Mr. Fetterman. Yes, Mr. Fetterman. Yeah. Mr. Fetterman. And yells from Mr. Fetterman. And clearly hears that, him over that loud tracker. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> I always wondered. I was like, dude, I would have never heard. I'd have kept on rolling. So you got you're on, you're on the other end of a covered bridge yeah. and little kid and And he like nailed it. He's like, Marty, is that you? Yeah, I mean, he just knew. I mean, like, wow. Back to that small town yeah, thing. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, everybody knows everybody. Everybody, yeah. Uh, Spooky in here, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was enough to scare off the the minister. Yeah. Reverend Lowe. Who threatened to throw him off the bridge and drown him? Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. He did. He was going to drown him. Which seems, you know, if he's very worried about, you know, the sin involved in any of the things that were happening. I don't think he is, man. I think, like I said, I told you, he has like this duality of character. He's just like at one point, he's all about like, oh, he. It's like a, I think it's just a front, you know. And I yeah. wonder if he's even a true minister. What if this has always been his thing, you know? And he's just like. It's right. like his like he's he's just hiding his 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 true self by being a minister. This episode's running long, um, but I will. Okay, I need to bring it up now. It's it's been on my mind and bring it up now. And it, well, and what you just said segues into what I'm going to ask. Where did the werewolf curse come from? They give you no nothing. idea. They talk a little bit about it. But they said he might not even know where it came from. What, what did they talk about it? When they were sitting outside and they were talking about it to uh, Uncle Red. And they're like, how did he become a werewolf? He's like, he may not even know when he became a werewolf. Oh, is nice. what uh, Green, uh, Jane of Green Gables said. Jane Green Gables. <laughs> she said that. She's like, he may not even know where he became a werewolf. And how right. did he become a werewolf? But... Yeah. but the, so they only talked about it briefly, a very small moment. But yeah, they don't really. So they give yeah, they give you nothing. They give you nothing. There's you just gotta no go, you just gotta go with it. Backstory, no history. The man is just a rampage. Is there should minister. there have been a silver bullet prequel? Maybe, yeah. Huh. Certainly, that actually makes me think about something. Probably the same thing I'm thinking about, but please continue. Well, no, I thought there was like a, maybe I'm missing it, but I always thought there was like a cut at the end where you see him still alive. Or maybe I'm thinking of something else. Or maybe like the eyeball. Something to do with his eyeball. Okay. I don't know uh, what you're talking about now. Because he took his eye out. Maybe I'm thinking about something else. He took his eye out. I remember his eye got shot out, right? <laughs> and it was like in a jar or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. We, we clearly didn't see it in any kind of post credits. I might be thinking of a different movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what were you going to say? Well, that, um, you know, the movie doesn't explain anything about how this happened. But then I, the, I'm thinking so there was the scene at the beginning with there was a wolf howl, and you see these different townspeople kind of like looking that. around. I love that scene. Yeah. And I, I do and wonder. That's the last time he saw it, was does the town know something? Is there a history? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, is there some sort of local legend? Yeah. And I think that's backed up a little bit 
by a scene that happens later. So after after the 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 car chase and 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 Marty's escape from the bridge, um, the covered bridge, not the mm-hmm, nighttime mm-hmm. bridge. Yeah. Um, second bridge he escaped. The from. second bridge. Yeah. Right. 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 Third. Actually, third. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Third. Yeah. Um, he likes escape bridges. Yeah. Yeah. It's his thing, man. Bridges are his yeah. his friend and his curse. Yeah, exactly. Um, he convinces. They convince. They convince Uncle uh, Red. Uncle Red to go get a silver bullet made. Yes. And so they give them like the medallion and the crucifix and they take it to, as the narrator, Jane says, an old world craftsman, a wizard of sorts, a wizard of weapons. There you go. Yeah. Who basically just took the (laughs) molten metal and poured it into a mold and that was it what <laughs> yes. very yeah a lot of crap <clears throat> like i right? said it wasn't like he was making Clearly he was not making yeah. a samurai sword or yeah. whatever yeah he was just uh making some small small and you know he only did yep yeah, he just got one little bullet yeah the 44 44 i mean uh showcasing ready to roll yeah and it's but you're right he says it he's like uh at the end he's like could be for a werewolf. Yeah. Or he, he knew exactly what the guy was asking. Yeah, well, yeah, because... Yeah, he's he like, says, you want a silver bullet? You know, yeah, he's yeah. kind of crazy, kind of kooky. Yeah. yeah. He said, oh, what would you what would you shoot a, a, a silver, a 44 silver bullet with anyway? <laughs> How about a werewolf? How about a werewolf? <laughs> he knows what's going on, but you know what? Yeah. Point, but at this point, there's been like 700 <clears throat> murders, you know? So, I mean, clearly there's something going on. Everybody knows what's going on. Everybody knows at this point's a werewolf. Now, Marty has witnessed it on the bridge. So I'm sure the word's got around that it's a werewolf. Right. Right. So I don't know if there's any kind of like townspeople stuff, but you never know. You may not know. But I do like that fact that, like, I wish they did more of that. Like, every time there was like a murderer, it'd have been like, oh, and then people like look up and freak out, you know? Because that was kind of cool. You only saw that one time. I I think it would have gotten a little hokey. Okay. If it happened every time. Not every time, but like at least like one or two more times. Maybe, maybe maybe one more time. Okay, maybe I I'll give you one more time. Okay, or at least one more time. Yeah, I just thought it would be kind of. I mean, I felt like I felt like eventually it would have some diminishing return. I just think it would just give you a little more fear. You're like, oh my god, what was that noise? Mm-hmm. And somebody would be like, that's clearly the werewolf who's murdering everybody in the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but so they get the silver bullet, right? But this is, we skipped a whole part, right? Because at one point, doesn't um, Uncle Red finally get some convincing to go talk to the sheriff? And then sheriff decides to, to, to oh, go to oh go my. visit, to go visit the oh reverend at the most pristine time of the day. Oh my goodness. We totally forgot about the sheriff. Yeah, sheriff. Oh my goodness. Wow. If you're looking for employment in the Tarkers Mill area, there are currently job openings at the local church, sheriff's department, downtown bar, and as a kite flying 12 year old boy. Also, become an apprentice with a local wizard of weapons. And if you're looking for real estate opportunities, a property has recently become available in Tarkers Mill. A fully detached single family home with shed and greenhouse, and plenty of lattice. Please ignore the shaking, not due to active and exotic wildlife. I gotta cover Sheriff. Yeah, so we, like you said, we totally skipped over 
Yeah. The that's sheriff. A, that's a really important part, right? Right. I mean, one. And this happens, this happens before the, the silver, silver bullet, bullet yeah, man. It does. Okay. It does. It man. Before the silver bullet, finally the sheriff kind of gets word and he's like, hey, can you please go check out Reverend Lowe from Uncle Ray? Because Uncle Ray's getting enough agitation from his niece and nephew about, you know, it's, it's the Reverend. And so Uncle, um, so sheriff's like, hey, you know, you got it. I'll, I'll follow the lead. You know, I haven't been doing anything else right now <clears throat> other than like telling everybody he, that I'm the He law. definitely, but you know what's funny though? He's, he kind of, I don't, he doesn't probably buy the, does he tell him, does Red tell him that the werewolf theory or does he just say Reverend, I don't, Reverend Lowe? I don't really recall. I just remember him saying, can you please check out Reverend Lowe? But he seemed like it was like a reasonable thing to do. Yeah, and he's like, much obliged. We'll definitely yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because I, maybe by that point he had eliminated yeah. everybody else. And typically policemen, I mean, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, they usually kind of approach you during the daytime, right? I mean, they would usually go to your house like in a, like a respectable hour, but not not this year. He was, uh, he was waiting until like the dead of midnight to go over there and talk to Reverend Lowe. Well, I didn't see his watch. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't that late. Maybe it was definitely sundown in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was. I just don't think it was a great guy. Yeah, I just don't think it was a great idea, especially if the man is a dangerous man or it could be part of these dangerous murders. One, do you go alone? Yeah. Why didn't he take his uh, deputy, reliable yeah. deputy? Then? Yeah. One, do you go alone? And two, do you go at night? I mean, it just it just seems like bad idea after bad idea. And so um, he's like. Going around, he's going up to the church. He's searching around. He comes to the garage, the same garage that Jane was uh, confronted in when uh, she found the peacemaker slash bat. And he's just like, kind of just lets himself in, starts sniffing around, right? Yeah. And uh, he's looking around, looking around, nothing. And it's scary. Yeah. The Reverend just pops Reverend's out. Just like, like in the corner of Straight the. Straight human form. Yeah. Pops out. Just. Like, what are you doing? Why is he just there? Like, it's as, 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 as if he knew that the yeah. sheriff was coming. Yeah, he knew something was going. It just, just pops out. And uh, I think this point at this point, he sees the uh, peacemaker. Or, no, he saw the den on the car, right? <clears throat> yeah. So the sheriff saw the den on the car. So he, I think he got word from Red that he tried to run over um, Marty. And so at this point, that's enough cause for the sheriff to take him in. And he's like, hey, he pulls a gun on him. He's like, look, man. Hmm. I gotta take you in. You're under arrest. Yeah. And then the Reverend starts to change. Yeah, he gets angry. Right. Yeah. Right in front of the of the sheriff, and we all get to see it. Yeah. And this is the first time we get to see some sort of transition. Yeah. Outside of what occurred in the dream sequence earlier. Right. When we're seeing the sheriff transition. Yeah. And we also get we also get our <laughs> our second. Bat. Bat kill. Yeah. Bat attack. Yeah. Bat attack number two. Which maybe makes even less sense than the first one. <laughs> this one I think this one actually makes a little more sense because he had the bat in his hand, right? He knocked it out of he used it to knock the, the gun away from um the bat was in his hands. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So he came around the corner with the bat in his hands. Yeah, and, the okay. guy, and then uh, you know, Sheriff pulls the gun on him and he like swats it out of his hands. And he says something like, no, I'm not doing it. I can't remember what he says, but his face is like, get away from me. Yeah. And so he swats him with the bat as he's transitioning. And then when he becomes the wolf, he already has it in his hand. And then he's just like, hey, he probably had that. He probably had just muscle memory from knocking out the bartender. He's like, I'm going to do the same thing to this guy. You know? 
<laughs> and uh, he's able to knock him clean <laughs> to the floor, but enough for the sheriff to kind of still see that, oh, man, this guy is a full-blown werewolf, and, yeah. but, uh, and he just takes him out again. Yeah, because he does knock him down, yeah. and then he, like, looks at him and yeah. sees it. Yeah, um, just gets, like the, the panic shock. But again, I'm just kind of like at this point, I'm like, Sheriff, I mean, you kind of walked into this one, man. I mean, you didn't take back up. You you came at the wrong hour. <clears throat> just 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 doesn't didn't seem like a solid choice. You know, yeah. not a lot of good decision making here on the sheriff's part. But yeah. so that's like eight. That's like kill number eight if you want to give it like three people in the uh, in the woods. Um, so this this uh this wolf is doing this wolf minister is doing some serious. So serious. Yeah, so, the body count's getting up there. Yeah, he's he's doing some serious damage here. But yeah, at this point we didn't contrain we didn't go into the silver bullet of like uh they're talking out in the wood. They're talking and this is where they kinda when they bring up the crucifix and stuff like that. This one this is what they mentioned, like, does he know when he trans he transitioned? They're like, We don't even know when he transitioned. I mean, he may not even know when he transitioned and he may not even know. So there's like no real backstory and it's mm-hmm. kind of like you said it's kind of murky which is kind of a bummer it would be nice to kind of get some backstory of who this man is and how he became a werewolf but um you know and so yeah uncle red's going out to the random yeah wizard of weapons armorer yeah what do you want to call call it and uh the local gun shop yeah <laughs> looking to get his um server bullet yeah so. And then what's this randomness? I mean, like uh, the, his parents on Halloween night are like, well, so so they have to. Everything's going to happen on the full moon, clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do talk about how. What uh, which, which one of the kills occurred on a non-full moon night? Was it the sheriff? Yeah, because he wasn't at full strength or something like that. And like, yeah, so gonna, yeah, because Red he'll, says he'll be all beast when it's the full yeah, moon. and so they they were like, I think he's gonna wait till the full moon when he's the most beasty, beastly. He's the yeah. he's the wolfiest of wolves. Wolf. Yeah, um, which happened to fall on Halloween. Oh, glorious! <clears throat> but we really don't know it's Halloween other than mentioning it. it's Halloween. You see a pumpkin in the front just, of the house. What else do we need? No one's else. No one's dressed up or in costume. There's no and trick, they say, there's no well, trick or treaters. Well, they do mention trick or treaters. Yeah, they, they don't, say don't let them in. I don't know see, who lets trick or treaters in their house. See them or no one saw it. But they all these houses are spread apart. Man. They, they are. They yeah, there's no like there's close not people neighbors. walking by. Yeah. Um, so. So the parents are are whisked out the door, away, away packing, under. putting luggage yeah. into the car, and you know we're told that hey. they they've that Uncle Red has won a trip to New York, and he gave it to you know his sister, and so they're going away. And but that's just a ruse. Let's but, just get them out of the house. But they're really, really, really down with hate. But know, they're going anyway. We're on this lockdown in this town. There's a lot of these uh, gruesome murders going yeah, on. They Why seem not? very, they very, yeah. like, really eager. Very flippant. Out. Very flippant about like, yeah. just let me leave. Let me just do our thing. We'll leave yeah, our we kids got, here. We got our kids. Yeah. I mean, everybody's dying. I mean, Brody whatever. did just get massacred. But whatever, man. I mean, it, yeah. you know, we're yeah. it, we're really about us and our kids can stay behind with our. With my, with the mom is like the kids can stay behind with my errant brother, you know, brother. Well, that that relationship did seem to get better. It was kind of rough at the, at the beginning. beginning, yeah, and then yeah. Was, they and then they, they big, had they had the, the beautiful like barbecue. Yeah, the scene. picnic table. Yeah, he was definitely. Yeah, everybody was loving, laughing, him, and high fiving. 
yeah. you know, like, which well, is he's not as bad as he used to be. So the yeah, it was on the mend. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, very fast. So we get that, um, and then it, it was a ruse. It was it, a ruse. Yeah. Um, Red says no, but he did win a subscription to Popular, Popular Mechanics, mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> and your parents are gone. And it's a full moon tonight. And we're going to murder a wolf. And we're going to stay up all night waiting for Take it. down the wolf. Yeah. And we send more narration. or No, he was saying, like, it's 10 to 3. Y'all yeah. need to get to bed. And everybody has fallen asleep yeah. in the in the living room. And uh, it's 10 and to the, 3. <clears throat> the old, uh, you know, programming has ended and National Anthem is playing on yeah. the TV. Yeah. And so... Red wakes up and drops the gun. And Marty says, oh, boy, if that had gone off, that would have been the end of our silver bullet. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so Classic. Red Red is getting annoyed. By He's getting point. annoyed by the little children, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, hell, you guys are morons. Go upstairs. I mean, that's not exactly what he said, but, you know. Just and he, he takes the bullet out of the gun. Which is bizarre. Yeah, yeah. which is, yeah. and I'm not sure, I guess to prove a point, or something, but well, at this point, it seems dumb. Yeah, at this point, you know, with all the evidence mounting up, especially with the last kill from the sheriff, you would think, you know what, I don't care even if it isn't a if even if it's just a man, I would rather still like to have this gun loaded. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah, you it know? makes more sense just to leave the bullet. Yeah, there. just leave it in there. Um, but that... Uh, <clears throat> we go from, you know... She, He's the red's talking to Marty, and then Jane's sitting on the couch and looks over. Well, you, you get start getting the, the 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 wolf sneaking up outside. Yeah, um, you don't you don't see, see like little, some, you see some hands, some hands, yeah. and then yeah. the breathing. Or, and you, you see the would, the would POV they, of the wolf. Would they be Pauls? Whatever. Yeah. So you what see Paul hands. Yeah. Yeah. Paul like hands. just. And hand paws. Yeah, and you get the point of view from the wolf. Definitely not the handles because I mean he's got like opposable thumbs. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the anatomy. Claws. <laughs> I could throw claws. Claws he, against. He like, rips people. Yeah, he's got are, claws against. He shreds them. Yeah, and it's more window action, right? Yeah. We see a lot of windows in this film. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of windows. And, and like, even Jane, windows. she's sitting on the couch and looks over and she's face. Like, facing them. That's straight up. Freaking. Grinning. And scary. Scary face. That's scary. I mean, that makes I, you jump if you want. It, ready it does. Yeah, it does. Like, what the heck is that? Yeah. Why is there a scary it, werewolf face in the window? It would, it would scare me. Yeah, he's just breathing. Uh, he's like grinning at her. <laughs> grinning at her. In the wolf grin. Yeah, in the wolf grin, yeah. Uh, so, she screams. And then he, Red, like, what, what, what's going on? What's yeah, going on? What's like, going what on? What on earth are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. She's like, I saw him in the window. <clears> and, and the creepiest like, What did you see? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I was looking at you. I was looking at you. <laughs> That's exactly what he says. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was looking at you. Yeah. Uh, and so... You know, he's trying, Red's trying to calm her down, and she's like, No, nah, I know what I saw. And he's like, I, I, I know you, you, what, I know you saw something. And then, and then suddenly the power goes out because the wolf has torn the cable. But then he goes to the window, though, and check before the power is cut off. That's well, he of, does. That's kind of a suspenseful moment right there. She's like, Where's the wolf? Because you know that the wolf likes to go through windows. Yeah, it's true. He thought maybe if he grabbed the window and take him out. So I was a little scared. But yeah, you're that's right. right. Yeah. You're right. After even more doubting, even more doubting, yeah, the wolf's like, here it is, a very conscientious effort. Like, I'm just going to pull the plugs here. You know, yeah. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to pull the plugs. And yeah, the power goes out. 
Mm-hmm. And then it gets even like, good. and then what is what does Uncle Red do? He just goes back into that doubting thing. He's just like, ah, oh, probably, well, he, yeah, probably a fuse, man. Yeah, yeah. He definitely is trying to to give all other in his mind rational explanations. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I, I think it's a very tense scene though when they hear noise. They hear the they hear like noises from outside, and they're like he's looking through the like, the like entryway through the, the entryway room. into yeah. the hallway, and you see the mirror. Yeah, and you're a, expecting to see a body, to see, a you know, a reflection of something yeah. in that mirror. Yeah, and then suddenly, bam, bam. through yeah. the wall. Oh, and he doesn't even bother with yeah. the window. Here. Forget a window. Yeah, forget a floorboard. Yeah, he goes straight, straight through, through the wall. wall. Yeah, straight yeah. through the wall. He's like done with his ninjas. <laughs> He's right. going to straight Kool Aid Man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's straight to the wall. And like, he clobbers like uh, Uncle Red, right? And yeah. Then, and he, he throws him to the ground and Red gets up and then he gets. And then the bullet. Times. Now the bullet goes. The yeah, gun flame. and the bullet go flying. Yeah. Which only happened because Red decided to take the bullet out of the gun. Brilliant move. Anyway. Yeah. So then you see Marty. In his wheelchair, leaning over, reaching for it, trying to grab the it, bullet as it falls. Yeah, it falls through a grate, right? Yeah, it yeah. falls through the vent. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, vent. And uh, and at this point, he's just like throwing red. Around yeah, he's throwing him into like, like ragdoll, into the china cabinet, yeah. to the mirrors. He gets at the Jane, and like he's starting to like he's like picking her up, you know. And you're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Yeah, picks then, her up by the head. Yeah, you think he's he gonna just rip her head off, you know? Like, yeah. No, not Jane. But then like yeah, luckily, Red gets a poker or whatever, something, and, and yeah. he hits him, yeah. or hits him with, yeah, hits him with a wood, the bench or something. something and like, hits him yeah. then with a with the fire poker. Yeah. He's yeah. doing all he can to distract. Yeah, his, and uh, all this time, Marty's like trying to get the bullet out of the out of the vents, yeah. and and Jane's going to get the gun. There's a lot of so yeah, so like here. Uncle Red is like basically becoming like his like uh, personal rag doll to give him enough distraction for the other two to acquire the gun and acquire the bullet, and then um, I guess Red finally gets like uh, chucked over to the uh, behind the couch, and like yeah. it's like all right, and the wolf's like I'm turns his. Kind of like I'm done with that dude, and turns his attention back to, um, you know, Marty and Jane. And but guess what, man? Guess what happens? Marty gets that bullet back in there, right? yeah. And then just, I mean, is as accurate as he is with that. Yeah, <laughs> in the other it. eye. Yeah, he just <laughs> in the face, <laughs> direct shot in the right <clears throat> eye. Yeah, yeah, with the silver bullet. Yeah, which is a cool part. Uh, you can even when the, when the, he takes the, the the wolf takes the hit and goes against the thing, it actually looks like it's in pain. You're like, oh wow, you, it's a pretty good scene, you know. Mm-hmm. He just takes it in the eye, hit, go, falls back, hits it, and you see this really awesome kind of transformation, de transformational scene where he becomes uh, back to the. And uh, and I really I really have always enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I it's always stood, stood out to me. It's very interesting that transition or like or that transforming back into a human yeah. um and, and i always thought it was pretty pretty good effects honestly yeah. i mean you can maybe say that the wolf itself looks pretty bad yeah. like because this is because this is the first time you're actually seeing the wolf like big full, full shots yeah full like, shots you're the seeing wolf. the head the yeah. body and it, yeah. and it doesn't look great yeah um it's... I, I would always I, I i get passes to these things you know especially something that 
that time period. You know. Yeah, it's no howling. It's no right. It's no howling, yeah. and it's but you know that the whole the, the way that it transitions he he transitions back to human. I always thought it was that was really cool good. scene, and I think at this point. Uncle Red is finally like, oh man, he was a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) He finally believes it, you know, know, even after he got like kind of ragdolled by this beast, you know, and he finally realizes what's going on, but he doesn't really say anything. There's nothing really said at this point other than like, I think um, Jane just kind of ends with narration talking about how she's, she loves her brother and she can finally say that she loves him. And what what was her? Yeah. It's just always a weird. It's kind of quick ending. ending, It's, it's like, uh, yeah, he says, she says um, something about, I, I love, I love Marty and I never could, I can not always say that, but now I can say it. I love you, Marty. Good night. Good night. And yeah. I don't understand I don't, that. I don't know. I don't know. Either. It's like, actually, it's are, really the morning. If you think are, about but it. is she saying good night to the, the narration just doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it's very bizarre. I don't yeah. understand. It the, is. The even the whole it. part of it is very, even from beginning, <laughs> middle to the end, it's kind of off. I mean, they could have done without the narration. Yeah, why do we yeah. need this narration? Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, I think maybe at one point it's supposed to be just be like a, a story between brother and sister. Because even like uh, Uncle Red brings up his relationship between his sister, which is yeah. the mother, you know. All right. And maybe right. that's some kind of parallel that was in the novelette, the mini novel, what do you want to call it? Yeah. Novel light. Um, that they were trying to, I mean, again, Stephen wrote the screenplay. So maybe that's yeah, what he, he did. Maybe that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I kind of agree. It was just very. It was unnecessary, you know, and maybe they could have ended it a different way. And but it was still kind of, it was just kind of short. Yeah, I mean, it just clearly like and who, who's who's she telling the story to? I I don't I have no idea. I mean, yeah. you can't. It doesn't make sense to say she's telling the story to us because yeah. who are we to her? Yeah, you know, why is this character telling this story? Yeah, you think and, it would have been like Dear John or something, you know, at the beginning, yeah, or somebody, yeah, like, yeah. you know, but. uh I don't know. It's a, maybe it's uh to maybe her children who want to know what their uncle's like, or I don't know. I don't know. Could be. It's interesting. Yeah. Because maybe he's the crazy uncle now, and he's driving around in the silver bullet, and he's like <laughs> teaching his kids to do all these crazy things <laughs> because become... he had to, and this like scarred him for life, and he's yeah. like that's why he's crazy and like uh, Aaron uncle or something i don't know maybe that's what the case is but uh but yeah overall uh that's the uh that's the ending right you know you yeah. shoot him oh and um everett mcgill kind of does like a jump action after yeah the last yeah, second, yeah we got know, like with, a jump like is he really that oh yeah with, with, oh, and then he falls back with both eyes and yeah, now, eyes yeah yeah so you're kind of like you get that last kind of like oh you know and then it's kind of kind of the end man kind of the end of a very uh entertaining 1985 werewolf movie yeah. so where would you I have a feeling that you are more of a werewolf movie aficionado than yeah, I, like I am. I yeah, like I like werewolf movies, but maybe not to the level you do. I wouldn't say it's like a top five, but I would say it's probably my top ten of werewolf movies. I now, mean, it, having said that, could you can you name ten werewolf movies? Um... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good ones out there. Uh, I'm not, I don't know, if like ten. But I could probably give you, um, like, I love Dog Soldiers. I think that's a really good one. That's a good one. Yeah, um, I like, like I just said, I like the, I like the 2010 Wolfman. Uh, that's a really good one. Um, but what about I, the Jack Nicholson Wolf? I do like Wolf. Yeah, it's entertaining. <laughs> okay. Um, I like that one. I know you, you're not a big fan of the uh, 
Um, not a big fan of the Underworld, but I do enjoy like the first one. Um, but I'm not a fan of the second or third. Um, but there are some stuff. There's some continuity stuff in there that kind of annoying. Um, it's not really werewolf. It's more like vampires and werewolves. But I like the werewolf. I like how they did the werewolves as far as like just <clears throat> the costumes and I, I do the I, bodies. I do. Um, I do I'm, like wolf. I like. Um, I think I already brought it up, but I like uh, the howling. I like the first howling. Right. Howling yeah. two. Your sister's werewolf is kind of weird. It's a little crazier, but you know, it's still entertaining. It's like 80s. yeah, the first howling is the only one I've, I've seen. Yeah, it's eighties camp, but it's still kind of it's still kind of fun. I love a uh, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, that's really good. Um. So that's a good one too. Um, American Werewolf in Paris is just okay, but it's, it's not good. It's not. It's not nearly as good as the first one. So um, though we yeah. should probably watch it and talk about. We it. We probably should watch it and talk about it. Um, Wolfen is kind of great. It's kind of different, but um, you kind of see less. There's not really. It's more like kind of a point of view movie, but uh, that's kind of interesting as well. So, oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, I mean, how many did I have thrown out there? That's I don't know. Be, that's gonna be a, a dozen or so. That's. That was a lot. Seven or eight. It was yeah. more, and they're all ones that I, I, I know. So maybe I've seen, I've not seen Wolfen, and I've not seen the sequels to The Howling, but the other ones I, I have seen. Yeah, but I do. I like I like, I like like werewolf movies. I guess I didn't think of Underworld I just did, as a werewolf movie. I just but saw, um, but I watched, I watched some of the, just even the campy ones, just for fun to see what they're like. Um, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, yeah. <laughs> Teen Wolf too. A Teen Wolf too. Yeah. <laughs> did we watch that one? Did we, we did. watch that one? And he's we a did. boxer, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a boxer. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, with uh, Jason Bateman. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's a good one. I like uh, this. This is a good, I like this one. Silver Bullet's fun. It's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this is one I grew up on. I I associate it with. I think of it at Halloween, you know, because as a kid, it was always. Ghost came on TV at Halloween, and it ends this, on Halloween, on Halloween yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Um, and it was like one of the first, oh, scary movies that like yeah. I would watch yeah. or that I was allowed to right. watch. I agree. I it was one of the first scary movies I was allowed um, to watch. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I, I don't know. I, I I think it's I like it maybe more out of nostalgia than than is it a great movie, but. I think it's still I can still watch it and be entertained by it, and that's I think it's that's all the, I'm asking. For. I think it's in the lexicon of Stephen King movies that are entertaining and fun to watch. Yeah, so. yeah. We're I mean, we probably don't have time to go into it now, but like we should maybe stop to maybe think about where, like, how do we how do we rank Stephen King movies? And there's some I haven't seen. Yeah, I could watch many of them. Gonna watch a lot. I mean, I just yeah, there's so many. I mean, there are ones that I like to go back and I, that I can rewatch pretty regularly. And are we gonna watch movies and TV, made for TV things, or are we just watching movies? I mean, how do where do we? Oh, stop? I've just where do we stop on the Stephen King oh, stuff? I've not seen. Oh, the oh, you're talking about the, the like the miniseries things. Yeah, right? uh-huh. yeah, like the Stand and that a miniseries. Well, yeah, yeah, and, and then, it and Tom Doctors. So, like, yeah, those were all miniseries. Yeah, yeah. that I didn't watch. So. But there's Stephen King. But there's Stephen King. I mean, and then we can do the the apex of Stephen King, Maximum Overdrive. 
Okay, sure. Because that's his director. That's his apex. <laughs> that was the only one he directed. Okay. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty he, much. A, why did he stop? Because of Maximum. There you go. That's what I thought. <laughs> no so way I was going to give him another so he had, chance of that. He had good reason not to <laughs> direct another film. You ran out of cocaine. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> All right. Well. Closing it up, man. That was a good one. Yeah. So enjoyed watching silver bullet again all right well uh, thank you everybody for joining us please yes thank you for your time yes go out check out silver bullet i think uh if you've not seen it you might find it to be a pleasant surprise yeah i wonder if you guys would come to the same um quandrums that we did with some of the um motivations of the werewolf yeah and other characters <laughs> such, as, such as the sheriff and brody's dad yeah there's maybe there's a maybe there's a director's cut out there maybe yeah that fills in all these gaps yeah so. we'd like to know the backstory anyone knows let us know right all right well i want to thank everybody again and uh thanks for joining us and listen to our movie chat with mike and pat yeah so uh, please, if you enjoy this, uh, love for you, everyone to subscribe, give us five stars, leave a review, all that great stuff, and we'll check you out later. 